Today on episode number 488 of the School of Podcasting's morning announcements, which you can find at schoolofpodcasting.com slash 488, I have discovered an epidemic in podcasting as we continue our discussion of your podcast content from the top to the bottom. And we have a discussion with Andrew, who does the Photo Biz Podcast, who refused to podcast for free, and it's paying off for him. Hit it, ladies. The School of Podcasting with Dave Jackson. Podcasting since 2005. I am your very own personal podcast coach, Dave Jackson. Thanking you so much for tuning in. If you're new to the show, welcome aboard. We have a lot of fun here. What we do is we talk about all things podcasting. I help you massage your message. I help you tackle the technology. I help you face your fears, flatten the learning curve, and get you on the road to pain-free podcasting. Our website is schoolpodcasting.com. And uh, as we get in today's show, I look over at the uh, clock, and yep, that took me a minute. We are going to talk today about, we're continuing on our discussion here of a podcast from top to bottom. And so if you missed last week's show, go out to schoolofpodcasting.com slash 487. And we talked about the importance of headlines. In fact, I have a cheat sheet for you. If you go to schoolofpodcasting.com slash headlines, it's got some really great blog posts, free eBooks and videos. Again, that's at schoolofpodcasting.com slash headlines. And now we've got a great headline. And what happens when somebody hits play. Well, I've got an example of a good intro, in my opinion. This is from my buddy, Paul Culligan. And I, I got to give heads up here. I listened to a, a talk by Mark Ramsey. He's a, uh, a well-known radio consultant. And he was talking about there's one thing that podcasters have that radio people do not. And that is when you join a radio show, unless you join when that shift starts, you are always joining in the middle of somebody's show. And with podcasting, everyone starts at the beginning of your show. And consequently, the beginning of your show is really important. So last week, we talked about having a good headline to catch their attention. Now they hit play. You've got to keep that up. I remember I was, uh, I've been I'm a musician. and. I was at a, a festival we were playing and because we kind of went on um, at the end of the night, we could see all the other bands. And I remember this one band had this big, huge intro, right? It was like big ooh-ah-ooh-ah music and thunder and lightning and thunder, blah, blah, blah. And then they came out and the guy ran out to the front of the mic and said, I bought some Zeppelin. And I was like, it just... It was this big buildup, and it was rather lengthy. Meanwhile, the people are just standing on stage like, all right, is the intro over yet? Is it? Okay, what are you doing after the show? I don't know. All right, hey, how about some Zeppelin, man? It was the weirdest, like, anticlimactic thing in the world. And people remember how you start, and people remember how you end. And so I've got an example here from Paul Culligan. And what I'm looking for here is, number one, who am I listening to? Number two, what is this show about? And number three, why should I listen to this now? Because I've got about 80 million other things I could do. Think about it. 
how many times, especially now as we're heading into the end of the year here, right? We got holidays coming up, depending on when you listen to this, but think about it year round, we are all strapped for time, right? The, I got to work more hours at work or I got the kids. Nobody's going, I don't know. I'm just bored all day. We're all strapped for time. So we need to get to the point. So check out this intro from my buddy, Paul Colgan. Three podcast mistakes that just make me kind of sad. It's the podcast report episode 69 show notes, links, conversation, and more at the podcast forward slash six nine. It's the podcast report with Paul Colligan. So weird. Listen to this at one X and here's Paul. The biggest podcast problems have nothing to do with the tech. Hey, this is Paul Colligan, author, podcaster. Obviously, we're doing a show right now. Is that- and he's teasing us, right? Have nothing to do with tech. Well, well, what do they have to do with? Episode 69. I've been doing this show for a while, but I've been in podcasting even longer. I've been podcasting pretty much since day one. I love this industry, and I love you, the podcaster, and I really appreciate the fact that you've come down this many episodes with me. Okay, so I know who this guy is. I kind of know why I should listen to him. It sounds like he knows what he's talking about. And hey, he loves me. You're a podcaster looking to make your podcast a real business or do more real business because of your podcast. This podcast has never been a massive play, but it's always been a deep one. We hit the issues that matter to you, the podcaster. Thank you so much for joining us. Bam! 55 seconds. The quicker you can get to this, the better. So when you have, you know, 30 minutes of royalty-free music that you've painfully picked out with no verbiage over it, how about, you know, tighten that up a little bit. So that to me is an example of a good intro. It's going to now again, before we all get our like crazy about this, it's your show. You can do with it whatever you want. But in my opinion, and that's all this is in this case, your intro should answer those questions. Who are you? And it could be, I'm not an expert. I'm just a person like you trying to figure this out. What is this? Well, this is a podcast and Paul just explained who it's for. If you're a business or if you're this or that. So for me, I don't really do that a whole lot. I just explain what we talk about, which is the, what is this? And then why should you listen to this now? Well, today I'm going to help you make a better intro and you're going to hear a real life example of somebody who is making money with their podcast. You still with me? Okay, good. So I was now, here's the thing. Um, I'm going to go into iTunes here and pick some shows. And I found one ahead of time. The rest are all going to be random, but I was listening to a show. And so the thing here is this potentially is a, a competition. I know there's no competition, but this is someone who produces a podcast about a podcast. And all I have to say is I'm not their target audience, I guess. So I'm going to play this and I almost want to make a segment of this called like podcast rodeo to see how long you can last. Because for me, I find this episode intro confusing and I'll explain why. And again, this is just my opinion. It's all it is. And if you don't agree, it's okay. Feel free to, to, you know, I'm just going to share my opinion on this and why I think this isn't a great example of an intro. You ready? Here we go. Stand by for action. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, so right now I'm like, cool. Somebody's 
put some time and thought into this. This isn't just somebody firing up a mic. This is an actual intro. Good, all right. They got the countdown. Now what? Get ready for a lot of fun and excitement. Here he comes. Here comes Speed Racer. Okay, for the record, this is illegal, but I'm not one to talk in this category. I've played illegal stuff on my show. But he's playing the Speed Racer theme, the original one, which means anybody that's going to identify with this is at least 40. At least 40, if not 45, 50. Unless is, is Speed Racer on uh, Cartoon Network or something? But okay, we're at um, 19 seconds. Go Speed Racer, go Speed Racer, go Speed Racer, go! And no, this show is not about racing. This is Podcast Producer, Episode 10. You want it all right? Okay, here's my thought on this. Somebody who understands Speed Racer is probably not listening to music that sounds like this. I could be wrong. I'm generalization, but I was like, wow. And I love this kind of music, but I'm like, really? What's the pool on me up to right now? What, what, what's it up to? Okay, so do I know who I'm listening to yet? No. Do I know what this is yet? Nope, have no idea. Do I know why I need to listen to this now? Nope, but we're at a minute. Wait, what is it? Uh, $300? Is that it? $300? i am a school teacher. Yeah, anytime. I teach English composition. What am I listening to? This little town called Adley, Pennsylvania. It's, uh, the last 11 years. It sounds like Tom Hanks. I've been at Thomas Alva Edison High School. Now, here's the deal. I'm going to let this play because it goes on. It's a clip from Saving Private Ryan, and he did this because the host is a Marine. And, and apparently he plays movie clips, think, well, which is interesting. He actually explained in one episode why he does this, here, and he said his audience likes this. Okay, and again, that's fine. I'm not your audience. Because I'm like, what, huh? And so, so he I did this because it was Veterans Day, which is okay. Just realize you're dating your show. People might listen to this at Christmas and go, why is he playing why Saving Private, Private Ryan? But realize we're now at two minutes into this intro. And how I'll ever be able to... And I'm running out of things to say. To tell her about Dave. And here's like the today. thing. Can I, can I cut to the chase? This goes on for another two minutes. I mean, literally. Uh, Ryan. So on one hand, we could say, Ryan. well, at least my show. And, and again, man, let me explain. It's, just a name. it's your show. You can do with it what you want. You know, if going to but people come to me to say, how can I grow my audience? So and I'm saying, make sure, in my opinion, again, that's all it is. Then, your intro that's my gets to the point. Within two minutes, preferably within one, no more than two. The attention span of most people now is about eight seconds. And the problem is now I'm forced to make this boring intro, in my opinion, interesting. And it's still going. It's still saving Private Ryan. Get to the punchline. Why are you playing this clip? Oh, that's right. Oh, the, the fade out. You think we're done. Here comes the show. No. Marine Corps. 
one, two, three, okay. four, United States. And I'm going to kind of turn this one way down. He did bleep out the uh, nasty word that they, well, it's not nasty. It's the P word. And we're not talking about going to the bathroom. And he did bleep it out, which is fine. But I was like, okay. So, again, now the title of this episode is, Should I Produce Multiple Podcasts? And I'm like, okay. But on the other hand, um, you know, we're now at three minutes and 30 seconds. And we haven't really started the show yet. Because I tuned in to find out, should I have multiple podcasts? And Okay, now, now, now the other face. Are we ready? Here comes the show. Welcome to this Veterans Day edition of Podcast Producer. Okay, three minutes and 53 seconds. If you asked my opinion, and in this case, uh, DJ uh, did not. So I'm sorry if you find this offensive, Luke, Mr. Stevens. Um, I'm not sitting through that. So again, I guess I'm not your audience and I'm kind of not because I'm just, I'm, I'm just not, but here's the interesting thing that just, okay. In case you didn't know, I did serve uh, the U S Marine Corps and army national card. And Luke, I, I, from the bottom of my heart, man, thank you for your service. I deeply appreciate that to all our veterans. So yes, the uh, department of defense gave me uh, two honorable discharges. Although I guess one was enough. And now a quick word from the colonel. You ever served in an infantry? Okay, I can't take anymore, but and here's the, can I get to the punchline? When he finally starts the show, he starts talking about fantasy football. No, I'm not making this up. Links in the show notes, schoolofpodcasting.com slash 488. And so for me, I, I was like, okay, well, that's not fair. I don't want to pick on Luke, um, even though I just kind of did. So I went to iTunes. I went to iTunes and we're going to do a couple more of these. And these are, are just me picking random stuff. You ready? So I have no idea what I'm going to get, which makes me worried because some of the stuff might not be safe for work. Um, I'm in new and noteworthy. Yes. The ever popular new and noteworthy. Oh, see, I just, mm, I just threw up in my mouth just a little bit. Um, the, the, I have no idea what I'm going to get here. One couch. Now, why am I doing this? Cause aren't you, are you somewhat on the edge of your seat to see what the heck am I going to get? I don't know what I'm going to get. Uh, and here's the beauty of it. If I get crap here, I can edit it out later. So uh, here, the show is called One Couch, Two Guys, Three Things by Chip Hanna. So Chip, if I'm not a fan of yours, um, okay, so episode one came out in August. Oh, this is from 2012? Really? All right, well, I picked it. Uh, apparently, Chip didn't like it because he did one episode and quit. But let's listen to his intro, shall we? Yes. Let's get started. So we're calling this three things. We're gonna talk about three things today. Okay. My name's Chip. If anybody needs an example of bad audio, I'm just such a negative Nancy here. But the let's stick a microphone in the room and record everybody. If if you've been thinking about this, this is what it sounds like. Five, four. Oh, stupid iTunes won't let me uh, hit pause and go back to where it was. I would have to download that, and uh, I'm not downloading that. All right, let's see if we can find another one. Um, let's see. Five minutes in church history. Okay, now this might actually, um, from Lagonier Ministries, 
Um, last episode came out November 11th. Who is Martin Luther's wife? All right. So what we're looking for again, in my opinion, who am I listening to? What is this? And why do I need to listen to this now? Now, this is kind of a history thing. So this is not a step-by-step. I'm going to give you action steps. This is more education. Okay. I I can live with that. So here, let's listen to the intro of this. Uh, Welcome to Five Minutes in Church History, hosted by Dr. Stephen Nichols, where we take a little break from the present to go exploring the past. Travel back in time as we look at the people, events, and even the places that have shaped the story of Christianity. This is our story, our family history. Let's get started. Okay, I'm down with that right now. Okay, Uh, we're at 19 seconds. And we got family, we got production music, not that you need music, but I'm like, okay. Please come. There we go. I found the pause button. Two weeks ago, we celebrated the 498th Reformation Day by talking about Luther. And of course, Luther always fills the room, so we needed two episodes. Okay, and this is Dr. Stephen Nichols. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I, I would give that one a thumbs up. Quick, to the point, no big deal. Uh, let's go the five-minute update with Jessica O'Donnell. And ooh, now here's, again, headlines here. Suicide, why don't we talk about it more? The Plague of A, the Harmon College hookup culture, right? Good titles here. Uh, they're, they're, um, their album art is kind of homemade looking because they almost cut off the E in the five minute. But let's hit play on this and see what we get. And it's spinning. And it's spinning some more. Oh, you know what? I I can, you guys ready for this? I'm a psychic. I'm in iTunes. I'm going to click on a website and I'm going to bet the farm that when I click on this, it brings up a SoundCloud page. Ready? Here we go. Dave is clicking on the link website and it's loading the website and it's a SoundCloud page. Yes. This is from the magic of SoundCloud. We went in and removed, we moved all of the links to the MP3 file. So if you're using SoundCloud, that's right. None of your episodes play. And an episode that doesn't get played, yeah, doesn't have any impact. This is why you need to go to Libsyn, L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Use the coupon code SOPFREE. Go to Blueberry if you don't like Libsyn, B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com. Use the coupon code SOPFREE. Go to Spreaker and use the coupon code SOPFREE and get a free month at any of these places. Go to Podbean if you want and use the coupon code SOPFREE. SoundCloud, not a good example. We'll do one more. Because that was not a good intro. Let's let's do one more. This is called the 317 podcast. 317 might be like an inside joke for something, this. This is from August. They did two episodes from July 7th and then August 6th. And I guess, well, we'll find out. It's all about conversations with interesting people in and around Indianapolis. See, the 317 is probably their area code. I get it. It's an inside joke. Kind of like the morning announcements. All right, let's hit, uh, this is episode two and see what we get. Welcome to episode two of the 317 podcast. I'm your host, Adam Eckerly, and you can find me on Twitter at x79 or at 317podcast and via 317podcast.com. Today's episode is with Dan Dark. Dan was gracious enough to kind of give me a mulligan if you're familiar with golf terms, but we recorded a few weeks ago and I'll chalk it up to learning how to podcast effectively. Should have joined the School of Podcasting, I'm just saying. And some technical issues, but... And it- Again, I say pain-free podcasting for a reason. 
in any event, we had to re-record. So we re-recorded this week and, and think we had an even better conversation. So that's good. We talked about his career and, of course, his 30 Before 30 blog series about 30 things he decided to try and do before he turned 30. That happened a couple of years ago, so we, we relived some of that. And we talked about uh, a, a comic book called The Henchman. Okay, so he's talking about what we're going to talk about. I haven't really heard much about what the show is, but I guess, again, he's assuming we know the 317 is Indianapolis or Indiana or something that begins with in. Which I think is a, a super interesting and fantastic idea. That but we're at a minute, which is good. He's, he's explaining who this person is and what they're doing. So he's setting up the person. I'll give him an okay. That one of his friends is authoring, and it's actually been pretty successful. So you can find that in the show notes. We talked about the Sussy Project, and I'm going to include a YouTube video of... All right, let's see if I, I'll do one more. I know I keep saying one more. But do you get where these are... This is your first impression. This is your first impression. And so one of the things that we need to look at, let, let's put ourselves in the foot or the feet, in, unless, of course, they've had a you know horrific accident. Let's put ourselves in the shoes, that would be even better, of our audience. And when I'm, I'm here right now on iTunes and I'm asking myself, should I listen to this? So I'm looking at album artwork. Let's do this one, the 357 Production Podcast. And they're doing my favorite thing. We talked about this last week. Here's their headlines. The, the Masonian Episode 9, the Masonian Episode 8, um, Darkness to Light, the Masonian Episode 7, the Masonian Episode 6. None of those make me want to talk or, or listen to that. Here's their descriptions. In this episode, we talk with. In this episode, we talk with. In this episode, we talk with. Yeah, so your headlines are super important here because this is what can push somebody over the edge. So let's listen to um, episode number nine. Okay. Anybody want water? All right, folks. Wow, I want to help you. I want to help you. This is only in one channel. Now, as I listen to this now, I'm listening in my headphones. Everything I hear is in stereo. I guess I'll publish this as stereo this week. Normally, I publish as mono, but... Anybody want water? Everybody ready? Let's go. <laughs> okay, if this was podcast rodeo, I would get off right now. Are you ready? Wait on you, baby. Yeah, there's a little thing called editing. Okay, for the record, that's Metallica. You can't play this in your podcast. I'm literally just picking these at random. And it's hard to find a good intro. Okay, no talking over this, explaining what the show's about. Just let's play some Metallica and see if we can get sued. The Masonian, a monthly podcast for Freemasons with a focus on the grand jurisdiction of North Carolina. While not an official function of the Grand Lodge of North Carolina, we operate with full endorsement of Grand Master Douglas Connell. The opinions expressed on the show are those of the participants and in no way reflect the opinions of the Grand Lodge of North Carolina, its members, or any appendant bodies. Right. And although Grand Master Marshall Sean Bradshaw does not like our intro music, he would prefer trap music, we don't own this music. Okay. But as always, we sure do like it. All right. Right. I want to correct the record. I do like Metallica. 
<laughs> Trap Good. version. House. Okay, so that's enough of that. And this is just my opinion. Who am I listening to? Let's look at me. I, I've been podcasting since 2005. You know, I could add in there, I've been helping people understand technology for over 20 years. What is this? It's the School of Podcasting. So the name kind of gives you a pretty good clue what it's about. And we help you massage your message, tackle the technology, flatten the learning curve, and get you on the road to pain-free podcasting. Um, my episode today, I explained how somebody refused to podcast for free. And somebody's like, well, I'm tired of podcasting for free. And we're going to get to Andrew in just a second. But why should I listen to this now? And this is where I always say I try to think about what nugget am I going to provide to people? And, and for the record, I don't always have a nugget. I have sometimes a, a nug. It might not be a full nugget. I just have a nug. It's, it, I think it's still beneficial. And then think about your audience. And this is really what we're doing with this whole kind of, um, this theme I'm doing of a podcast top to bottom. Your audience is saying, and this is the part I got from Mark Ramsey. Should I listen to this? Should I keep listening to this? And then the last one is, am I going to go back and listen to that? And I can say to every single saying I've played today, uh, no, except for Paul Culligan's. Because Paul nailed it. Everything else, I'm just not your target audience. Or in some cases, the one where they set the mic up in the middle of the room, that was horrible audio. And I'm not going to, no, no, thank you. I, if I want to listen to somebody talk in the bathroom, I, I don't know. I'll just, holy cow. So think about that because we want to grow our audience. That's all I hear. I want to grow my audience. I want to grow my audience. Okay, great. You got them to hit play. What did you put in front of them? Because we're all busy. And in my opinion, you should take that first 60 to 120 seconds and explain to them how they're going to benefit why they should listen, and what they're listening to. Because in the end, who doesn't want to benefit? Or think about every movie that you liked. Usually the intro, the first couple minutes. Think about Saving Private Ryan. There were people, there were uh, military people that couldn't watch the beginning of that movie because there was so much action and it was so real. Well, it got everybody talking about it though, didn't it? It, it came out and grabbed you and, and just, wow, I got to watch the rest of this movie. So your intro, unlike radio, is very important because everybody has one. And take and get the most out of that. Let me briefly remind you that here during the month of November, if you'd like, speaking of growing your audience, go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash favorite. And I'm asking you one question. Need you to answer this. What is your favorite podcast and why? Now, you can click on a button there and record it right there. If you want to record it on your studio and upload it, I've got a folder for that as well. If you want to call it in, not my favorite way, but you can call it in as well. And then be sure to mention your podcast and where we can find it in a little bit about what your show is about. The old elevator pitch. I take this information. I will play it in the last episode of the year, and I'm also going to transcribe it and put it into a book. So if you want some free exposure, you want your podcast in front of a couple thousand people, schoolofpodcasting.com slash favorite. This podcast is part of the Power of Podcasting Network. Find it at powerofpodcasting.com.
changing the world one download at a time. Well, I lied earlier. I said I couldn't find a good intro. And I went over to photobizx.com and listened to Andrew, who is our guest today. And he's going to explain how he said, no, nah, I can't podcast for free. And he made it work. But listen to his intro. This is episode 140 of the Photo Biz Exposed podcast. And today, our special guest is UK wedding photographer Craig George, who from the outside looks like he's doing it easy. So there's a little tease. Making it look easy? Hmm, okay. A little production music behind it? Okay. Not that you need music, but again, he's not just winging it and throwing it together. In this interview, learn exactly what it takes to be a success today. Okay. So we're going to learn and just how hard you might have to work if you really want it. Ah, okay. So what can I expect out of this show? Cool. So that answers our one question, right? What am I listening to? Why should I listen to this now? And then here comes his intro. Are you planning to have a successful wedding and portrait photography business? Join Andrew as he interviews successful photographers and business experts to fast track your success. Welcome to the Photo Biz Exposed podcast with your host, Andrew Helmich. Hey, it's Andrew Helmich here from Impact Images and welcome to this episode of the podcast. I say it every week, but I do have a big show for you again, and I am looking forward to bringing the interview with Craig George to you in just a minute. It's an interesting interview because I feel like I was a little bit harsh when Craig first came on because it was Craig that got in contact with me to come onto the podcast, and I am always... Ooh, a little behind-the-scenes stuff. I'm, I'm listening to this. He has my attention, and I'm not a photographer. A little bit wary when that happens. Usually, there's some kind of hidden agenda. All right, well, if you want to hear this, go over to photobiz x.com and let's get to my talk with and here's the thing I liked about this interview is I was listening to it back and editing it out this is just two people having a conversation I, I felt like I was listening I felt like I was doing uh Harry over at uh, podcast junkies gig because he loves to just have conversations you'll hear us talk about the the pros and cons of having a membership site uh check this out it's, it's just a good conversation and we're gonna Listen to Andrew explain why he did it this way. And this is where I've been saying, right? A lot of this is opinion. It's what I think are best practices. But in the end, it's your show. You can do with it whatever you want. All right. Well, joining me from across the pond, all the way over in Australia, uh, he runs a website, photobizx.com. And uh, he's got some interesting insights. The one and only Andrew. Yeah, Hell Mitch. Hell Mitch. There is a ch but on the end of that. Well, there is. When it was uh, when it originally came out, when my father came out from Germany, it was Helmich, but it was too hard for the Aussies to say, so it became Helmich. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on the show. It's my pleasure. I'm a fan, and uh, look, it was it was you that got me started in podcasting. Well, certainly got me going properly with podcasting. So I'm I'm wrapped to be here. Awesome. And so, tell us what have you been up to? Apparently, the drinking game today will be how many times Dave says awesome. As far as podcasting goes, uh, I'm on episode 139 and uh, things are going good. I, I put an episode out every single week on uh, Monday morning, which is stressful, but uh, I've managed to, I think I've missed two altogether, but I've also had two in one week to make up for one. So, uh, you know, I just try and be as consistent as I can. And the, the podcasts are interview based for professional wedding and portrait photographers to help them uh, build a more successful photography business themselves. 
And one of your strategies, because I think when we first talked and you were getting ready to launch this, I can't remember if I was on board on this or not. I would think probably, usually I'm like, "Mm, not sure, which is from pretty much day one, you've had content that people could pay for, correct? Exactly. Yeah. And I I think from memory, you weren't on board. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, look, the reason, the reason why I did that was I knew from the start that I wanted to be paid for what I was doing. Sure. And because I had a, I have a working photography business. Uh, I have staff, uh, my, you know, supports my family and my children. And um, so for me to justify having time away from the business, this thing had to produce some income. Yeah, so that was my that was my strategy, and I did not want to be one of these guys that uh, goes along for twenty or thirty episodes and then start charging. Yeah, cause, yeah, because people are going to call him a sellout, uh, which is what I say to finish my own sentence there. Now, you might be saying, "Well, Dave, why why was I not into this?" When you start out with a membership area, you got to remember when you start out, you have zero listeners, and so you're doing double the work. You're doing your free stuff and you're doing work for your future audience. And I was like, just go in with your heads up because you're going to be doing double the work and getting almost no money for it. Now you'll hear Andrew talks about it in a bit. It didn't take him that long to get customers coming in. Why? Because he delivers value. But you'll hear how he, it wasn't, he didn't come up with this plan immediately. He launched, tweaked, tweaked again, tweaked again, And he's still, it's the beautiful thing about Andrew. He's not afraid to try stuff. Then you have that weird culture shock and you have people, oh, you're selling out, man. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And that's, I really wanted to avoid that. So look, I did start very cheap at $10 a month, Mm -hmm. uh, which was, you know, which was nothing. And, but I've got to tell you, it was so exciting to get my first subscriber. I ended up giving her, her name's Debbie. I ended up giving her 12 months free for being the first subscriber. Awesome. Uh, it was really cool. And then it's, um, look, it's, it slowly grew from there. I've certainly changed the way I do things since starting. Uh, in the early days when I first started, I recorded an interview with a guest. I basically finished the interview and then I asked him to stay back for another 15 minutes and when we dived a little bit deeper into something that I thought would be extra useful for the members uh, and only they would hear that extra 10 or 15 minutes. Okay, so that was going to be my question. So you're your product, I guess, in this case, is a membership site where people can get additional information from your interviews. And then is it, is it that it, I shouldn't say, is that it, but I mean, are there anything else, <laughs> any tutorials or what else do, do members get? You know what? That is it. So okay. the way I look at it is that photographers um, are pretty lonely sort of um, characters as far as business owners. We, we tend to work on our own a lot uh, to get any information we tend to go to workshops or seminars and and they're a big expense Uh, as good as they are they're expensive and this idea of this podcast for me was to bring a a seminar or a workshop every single week to the photographer and I think that was worth paying for. Absolutely now um, how long did it take you to have Debbie come on board? Well, that's going back. I think not very long I think uh, maybe after the first or second episode because she actually was familiar with my first guest, who was also a friend of mine. So she took the plunge early and uh, yeah, I was off and running. That's awesome. And then did you, did you like alert the rest of the the world that, Hey, we have our first subscriber or, or <laughs> is that something you kept to yourself or? No, look, uh, Debbie also left a review in iTunes, which I asked for right from the start. And uh, yeah, look, I, I read out every single review that I get every single week um, when I, when I get them. And 
I always ask for them. So, yeah, I mentioned Debbie in that, I guess, second or third episode once I um, had some premium content up and running. Nice. And then did she mention the membership site in her review? She did. I think right from the start. I'm going from memory here, but I think it's it's still sitting there uh, in the Australian iTunes store. And uh, yeah, she she said she's on board, and away we were. It was it was, it was exciting, even though it was only ten dollars for the for the first month. Hey, just just proving that the technology works is always exciting. <laughs> uh, look, you know what? Don't even don't even get me started on technology because that was it has been a nightmare. I was with one particular plugin, ended up changing to Wishlist member, which has um, been a lot better. Okay, well, what, what did what was the one that wasn't great for you? Is it okay to mention company names? Sure. It's, yeah, it's, it was. DAP. It's, it's your opinion. Uh, yeah, sure. And it was DAP, DAP, uh-huh. digital access. But look, and it was to be to be fair, it did exactly what it needed to do until there was an update on my theme or in WordPress, and then it was going to get very very expensive to fix. And uh, it was as good as the support was at DAP. They just could not help there without in, me investing a lot of money. Sure. Well, that's always the fun with anything on WordPress is. They're all supposed to play nice together, but they don't always do. Oh, yeah, it's it's it causes a lot of headaches. That part of maintaining a website, and particularly with members, you feel this obligation to to get content out every week when they expect it because they are paying, and also to have everything work. And it doesn't always work. Well, that and then there's the I forgot my password and PayPal quit charging, <laughs> and everybody's like, oh, just put up a membership, and that's just. Passive income, and I'm like, there's nothing passive about it. There's always something that needs tweaked or fixed or, you know, they change their credit card on PayPal, which really shouldn't affect anything, but it does, and all sorts of other uh, fun-filled things when it comes to uh, to membership sites. So you you have your first person there, which is awesome. You're off to the to the races now. What have you done from, from Debbie to, to now, things that lessons you've learned? and uh, Yeah, look, it was... <laughs> It was a lot of work and I think it was a little bit of a hassle too for the interview guests for me to keep them back on for another 15 minutes and uh, a lot of the good content, a lot of the the really good content was in the first hour Mm. or the first 45 minutes. So what I decided to do after episode 56 or something was to just record the interview and make it as good as I could and then in post-processing I would chop out the last half the interview and save that for premium members. So I reduced what the free listeners are getting, increased what the premium members were getting. And um, yeah, I played around with how I made those cuts. I I upset a lot of people because I used to cut at a spot, at a cliffhanger, and they didn't like that. They got got a lot of bad feedback. uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've I've had it before where they're like, you know, and they're like, "And, and here are the five things I've done to grow my audience. And all of a sudden you're like, you're on the edge of your seat and you're like, to hear the end of this, become a member. And you're like, what? Yeah. That's, <laughs> yeah. That's, I forget the podcast I listened to that used to do that. But yeah, that uh, I unsubscribed immediately. I was like, oh, that's not fair. You're, you're, it's, it was too much of a tease. Yeah. Well, I found that too. Look, and I, look, I was upfront. I told the listener and explained that that's what I was doing, mm-hmm. but it still upset too many listeners. So I took that out. I finished now at a good, clean spot before I dive into the next subject. And I have some audio, like a little cutaway uh, clip. And, and then we come back in on the very last question, which I ask the same thing to every guest. So, so we sort of all know everything ties in together nicely now. Yeah, that way they don't feel like they're, they're missing anything. They know they are, but it doesn't feel like they're missing anything. So that's uh, exactly awesome. Well, um, are you still at $10 a month? 
No, I doubled the price to $20 a month and I had my, my biggest influx of members uh, was the, the week leading up to that price increase because I told everyone or all my listeners that uh, if anyone got in at the $10 a month, they're going to stay at that $10 a month for the life of their membership. And that was a really good strategy that worked very well for me. That old uh, sense of urgency is always a, <laughs> a good move to... Uh, to do that. And, and did you have anybody give you flack for raising your price? Uh, no, no, no one did. Some, I mean, look, I probably lost some listeners because of that, but I, I still feel the content that I give away for free or put out for free is still worthwhile. I, I have a lot more free downloads than I do premium members. So um, overall it, the response was good. And then I made another change even further on. I, um, I took away all but the most five recent episodes hmm. uh, to be available for free. So anything in the back catalog older than five weeks now goes only to premium members. That way you're still giving away content. There, There's enough there for them to sample and know this is good stuff. And if you want more. And and the other thing about raising your price, you know, it, in the beginning you had X amount of content. Well, over the, how, how long have you been doing those show? Uh, one a week, so 139 weeks. Wow. So. You're going to make me do math. Holy cow. It's a little over two <laughs> nearly, years. Nearly three years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, when you first signed up, you got, you know, this much content. Now you get basically three times as much. So exactly. sure, your price should go up. So if anybody gave you flack, um, that's not really fair. At the time, were you thinking I'm going to do a Mark Marin, or did you just say, I think I'll try this or? Cause that's what Mark uh, Marin does. He has, I think the last 50 in his free feed and then, now it used to be you would go through, um, he had a paywall through Libsyn now because he's on mid-roll. It's, I forget their app that has all of his back catalog, but it's, it's a strategy that he's doing. Yeah, look, I think I actually heard that strategy from you describing his website or his podcast. And um, I, I talked to another couple of friends of mine, other photographers who, who are good at business. And because um, I, I was really torn whether or not I should do this. And they said, look, if you want to run this like a business, then look, you're giving away too much. And we listen to it, you give away too much. So I said, what about just giving away the last five episodes? And they, they agreed that was a good idea. So I thought I'll trial it. And so far, so good. Well, that's awesome. And that's, it's a great, for me, I love the attitude of let's throw it on the wall and see what happens. You know, what's, <laughs> what's the worst thing that could happen? Well, everybody quits and you lose all your money, but you know, I, I doubt that would be the case because the members are still getting more. So, and if it's, um, uh, a listener who's been around for a while, well, they've already heard those episodes. So exactly. they're, they're losing things that they've already heard. So they don't really care. So it's a, it sounds kind of risky, but in the end, if you really pick it apart, it's like, no, I, I think anybody that's been around a while has already heard those. And if they want them, they can come get them. And uh, it's not, you know, $20 a month isn't uh, outrageous by any means. I mean, you go to the movies, that's, that's a bucket of popcorn here in the States. So holy cow. <laughs> I, I'm with you all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, anything, other lessons that you've learned along the way that uh, either you want to try maybe in the future or things that didn't work? Look, everything everything is scary when you first try it. And I've learned that. I've learned to understand that um, being scared of trying something is normal mm -hmm. and it doesn't stop me anymore. I'll still give it a go. Um, I don't ask too many people about trying something new. I'll just give it a go. In saying that, the I think the 
the biggest lesson is to have a, a good website and have someone that you know, uh, a developer or someone who's good with whatever website platform you're using, uh, have them close at hand and uh, ready to go to work because uh, I've got a guy who's in Romania of all places and he has been an absolute lifesaver. Yeah, when you get the right resource, you know, take care of those people because doggone it, that's, uh, you know, it's that first impression, especially in your case because, you know, you're running your website as a business and, um you know, when they show up and they see it's all polished, that's a great first impression. Now, how many members do you currently have? Uh, just over 300. Nice. That yeah, is, I'm, I'm stoked. That <laughs> like nicely. It does, yeah. So a lot of those are still at the $10 mark, um, probably half, a bit more than half, and then the rest are at $20. And it's, it's growing all the time and I'm still finding new ways to, to grow the audience. That's, I mean, you talk about this a lot. It's Everyone wants to have a bigger audience. Um, I've definitely restricted what I've done, the way I run my podcast. I've restricted my potential, I think, to grow it as quickly as I could. And even now, I think to myself, wow, if I didn't have a membership site, if my podcast wasn't purely for members, what would my downloads be like if it was 100% free? And then would I be able to capitalize on that more effectively than the way I decided to do it with a membership site? So that's something that I'm always torn about. But the podcast is for my listener, for the premium member. That, that's who I make it for. That's who I do it for. And if I've got them supporting me and paying for the content, then I know that I'm doing something good. I'll keep doing it. And how are you communicating with those members? How are you, you know, obviously they're under, they're, there's a, you know, the membership pages, but is there like a private Facebook group or how do you, is there any kind of community <laughs> in that? or? <laughs> Look, not, not really. This is something that quite a few listeners have asked about, me starting a, a Facebook group, a private Facebook group. I've been avoiding it, again, because I think that the amount of time that we'll have to go into that will be detrimental to my own business and my own life. So I've been putting that off. I've tossed up the idea of a, a Facebook group or a forum. Haven't haven't pulled the trigger yet. Um, so it's usually by, by email and then the podcast once a week. But I do have obviously the, the uh, email contact, uh, email addresses for all members. Nice. Yeah. Cause that way, if they wanted to network amongst each other or if they had a question, it's kind of interesting because I have one for the school of podcasting and I, you know, I basically go in there, try to at least once a day and half the time somebody asks a question and somebody else will answer before I even get there. So it's like, that's good. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, if I don't <laughs> get there, it's like, Oh, I just go, yeah. What, what he said. So it's a, so does it, is, it a, is it a lot of work to maintain that? No, because uh, I when you log into the School of Podcasting Facebook group, it says this group is not to promote your stuff. You know, this mm -hmm. is not a place to say, hey, episode number 17 of the Binky and the Wiz show is out, you know, because you don't even know if this group is your target audience. So you're, it's shotgun marketing. And there, if you want that, there are only 8 billion other groups on Facebook and Google+. This is more for... You know, we talk a lot about podcasting news or, hey, here's my album artwork. Which one do you like better? Here's my intro. Do you think it sounds okay? It just, you know, we're just asking, we're just looking for feedback a lot of times or keeping up to date with, you know, other things that are going on in the podcasting world. So, you know, I just set guidelines. And if, um, luckily enough, people know that when they come in and I've never really had anybody just blatantly break the rules. And if they do, I go in and delete their post. But I've, I, I think I've had one person that, you know, didn't read when they, got, they got there and, you know, it's like introduce yourself and sure you can say where your podcast is, but pretty much from that point forward, you know, it's about, uh, it's not about you at that point. It's about helping each other and, 
in, in that whole nine yards. So it really hasn't been a, a whole lot of work and it's on Facebook. And as much as I hate putting something of my business on, you know, rented land, basically, because uh, they could pull that away tomorrow and I'd be like, what? Uh, and like, what am I going to do? Not not pay them anymore. Uh, it's free. So I'm always kind of worried about that. But I've had other forums with other software and it always ends up overrun with spam. And this mm-hmm. is the one tool I've used that doesn't. So it was either going to be this or a Google Plus group. And uh, I asked my members because when in doubt, ask the ask your customer. And they went, no, we vote Facebook. We're here already. So. Okay. So do you, do you feel inclined though that you have to sort of keep the conversation going? Like if it goes quiet for two or three days, do you think, well, I better get in there and ask some questions to keep people talking? Um, I usually just share, if I find like when, as we record this, uh, Google just jumped into podcasting. So that was big news. Um, any, I just, anything that comes up in my email. So I just kind of share a lot of times it's like the best of Dave's Twitter, you know, what, mm-hmm. and things that I'm sharing anyway, but it's like, Hey, if you guys didn't know this, here's, you know, this is going that, or this company's now doing this, or SoundCloud lost $29 million last year, don't use them. So I'm usually just chiming in on what's going on, or I'm going in there and seeing what, a lot of times, if if I don't have anything, I'll go in and see what other people have put, and then you just chime in on that. So if I'm not feeding it, somebody else is. So right now, I'm, I'm very blessed to have a really cool Facebook group. I see. Now I'm leaning towards starting one. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's one of the things that, I, like I said, I had other you know, I, I forget the PHPBB and I, I had a couple mm-hmm. other ones and I, you know, I've tried a couple different forums and the problem is you have to go to those and then log in again. And, and even though technically you have to log into Facebook, most people are already logged in anyway. So, mm-hmm. um, and they're getting notified on their phone and it just, it was one of those things I was like, and I think I heard uh, Jason Van Orden from Internet Business Mastery say how much he liked his private Facebook group. And I'm like, all right, and I've heard it enough. And I, as soon as I turned it on, it just started filling up. And uh, the only thing that's kind of weird about it is if somebody, you know, leaves your membership site, in theory, you then have to kick them out of the Facebook group. And that's always not a lot of fun. It's So it's an extra. So you do that? You do do that? I actually don't at this point. It's it's, it's too much of a hassle. To, okay, so that's something that's something that I would want to do. Yeah, to, to, because that would be a benefit of having the, the membership yeah. as you get the Facebook yeah. group. And, and I should, in reality, I should because it's not fair because they're not paying for it. And I, I probably, you know, it's one of those things. I'll, I'll take a day off from work one day and go through the membership. I'll, I'll put active members and go through the active members of the Facebook group and go. Sorry. So, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, those are the little things that that don't sound like much, but they do take time and. That's the interface of adding people and, and, um, cause they're, it's just kind of clunky. Their, their interface at times at Facebook. So yeah, it's got its pros and like anything else, it's got its cons, you know? So do, do you make any other members inside the Facebook group? Any other of your members, do you make any of those admins? I haven't yet, but I've heard of other people doing that. Okay. So that, that would be something to uh, look into. I know uh, my buddy, Daniel J. Lewis from the audacity to podcast. He has a show about the TV show, um, once upon a time or once or whatever it's called, it's on ABC. And he actually has people in his forums. I'm not sure what he's using for, for forums, but uh, he has people over there that are, you know, they're admins because the the bigger the group, you know, there's always that chance you're going to have somebody come in and start being an idiot that, uh, you know, but again, if you have clear cut rules and here's what you can do here and here's what not, you know, usually most people, you know, aren't going to, just come in and blatantly buck the rules. And if you do, you just kick them out. <laughs> so it's like, all right. Easy. <laughs> well, it, it makes it easy to go. Here's why. Yeah. You know, it's not sure. like, 
you know, and if they're clear, crystal clear, you know, you're not supposed to do this and you're not supposed to do that. Uh, most people fall and they get it because most of us, at least for the school of podcasting, we've all been in those other groups where you go in to say, what, what are people talking about? And you're like, well, so-and-so wants me to listen to a show and she wants me to listen to her show. And it's just like, there's no content. It's all just look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. And that's not really helpful. So, mm-hmm. and I always wonder about that when people go into these groups. I mean, on one hand, I get it because we're, we're all podcasters listen to podcasts. So I get that, you know, there's a potential listener there, but I'm like, you know, if you're a knitting show, wouldn't it be better to be in a knitting group and saying, come listen to my show? But <laughs> yes, I agree. I'm weird like that. So awesome. Well, I'm glad to hear that, uh, you know, 300 times 20 or whatever you said it was, it's a, a fair amount of, of cash uh, coming into your pocket. And that's always a good thing. So, you know, it, it goes to prove again that I don't know that there is one size fits all. You know, you try it if it works great. If it doesn't tweak it and try something else, which it sounds like you've, you've done at this point. So congrats. I think you have to, I think you have to develop and change as you go. Otherwise, yeah, you become outdated and uh, things change. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, any other advice for, for new podcasters you might want to share? Yeah, for sure. I would love to, because there's a few things that that have shocked me um, and I guess challenged me as well. The biggest one is probably email, which you alluded to earlier. Uh, I mean, you say they're 300 times 20, which is cool. It's it's obviously a little bit less than that because of the the, the $10 membership at the start. But the podcast for me takes one full day uh, to to get it out there. Mm -hmm. I have a a VA in the Philippines who does uh, all the editing and uh, she does the blog post and I tweak things. And so it takes me a full day to get the podcast out. It's a day away from my job. And it also takes me at least, at least another full day answering emails every single week. So it's now taking two full days a week to do this. Mm. And that was a big shock. The other couple of things was when I started the, this podcast, I think, I think I was one of the only business podcasts for photographers. And now there's a bunch that have come online since mine. And a lot of those guys want to come onto my show, and which I understand. And in the beginning, I was I used to get upset there was more competition, mm-hmm. but now it's um, you know, these guys are the same as me. We're all you know trying to do something and uh, help our community and do something good for photographers. And so yeah, I've learned to embrace that and not not worry so much. It's the same as being a photographer. Uh, in my town, there's competition everywhere, just like there is all around the world. So yeah, I just have to learn live with that and and. Um, yeah, we, we both, we all use each other and help each other and uh, feed off each other as well. So it's, it's not such a bad thing. Yeah, I think it was Lou Mangello at Podcast Movement said, we're not competition because we think of that in kind of the realm of TV, you know, and if we were all on at the same time, that would be a different story. In radio, you know, your your morning guy is up against their morning guy. Well, you know, you can listen to me on Monday, you can listen to Ray Ortega on Tuesday. You can listen to Cliff Ravenscraft on, you know, Wednesday, pick up Daniel on Thursday and pick up Mike Dell for the weekend. And then on Saturday, listen to Rob Greenlee and then pick up Todd Cotter. You know, it's all you need is enough time in the day. That's all. And um, so, yeah, I've never viewed it that. And I, I was just listening to an episode of uh, Podcast Junkies, which is a great show where they interview other podcasters. And they were talking with Jason Bryant. And the way he found me was through Daniel J. Lewis. So it's not something we set out to do. It was just a lovely side effect. You know, I, I, I've been friends with Ray Ortega for a long time and I've reached out to Daniel J. Lewis and I can consider him a good friend. And Ray just said, Hey, let's do a podcast together. 
And we all drive traffic to each other because some people will like me and some people are not. And if you don't like me, well, then go listen to Ray. If you don't like Ray, go listen to Daniel. You're going to find somebody between the three of us that you're going to like. But I think what you're saying there, Dave, I think that's one of the biggest things because I, I used to listen to all of you guys mm-hmm. and, uh, and this isn't to, um, yeah, this isn't just for you, but what I found was after listening to all the different podcasts about podcasting, you tend to find one of the podcasts that resonates more with you and you get attracted to them and you stop listening to all the others. So that's what happened to me with your podcast. So I stopped listening to the other ones. And then I realised, well, that's what's happening with my podcast and the other podcasts about photography. You know, if the listener likes my style, they'll they'll stay with me. If they don't, they'll move on and listen to someone else. And I'm totally okay with that now. And that's also given me the confidence to to make the show that I want to make. And I do my best not to listen to the other podcasts because I don't want to be influenced by what they're doing. And um, yeah, I don't know if that's a photographer thing because photographers don't like to copy off other photographers. Uh, we try to to find our own way, our own style, and um, our own look, and attract people to our work because of that. I guess it's the same with podcasting. Yeah, I used to listen to a lot more podcasts about podcasting than I do now because, and, and without sounding like some, they weren't. I wasn't learning any anything from them. They were talking about things that I already knew. And so, yeah, I scaled that back because, again, there are only so many days in the the week and hours in the day. And I started listening to podcasts about, you know, marketing and gaining an audience because that's what my audience wants to know about. So in the end, it's always about instead of focusing on other podcasters that were doing the similar thing, I needed to focus on what my audience wants. And so I started listening to shows about those and reading books about those and things like that, because in the end, it's all about your audience. So uh, since I wasn't getting much out of those other shows, I switch my focus a little bit. So mm-hmm. thank you so much for, for coming on the show again, everybody you can, can find Andrew over at photobizx.com and uh, check out his five episodes. And if you want more, of course, <laughs> go over to his website and uh, sign up. And how many episodes do you think you have? I guess what you say, 148 now behind the, the paywall at this point. Yeah. Uh, 139, 139 and I've got um, six in the bag ready to go. And yeah, just, I always try and stay ahead if I can. Um, can, I, can I just add one last thing, Dave? Oh, anything. I, I have. I, I rarely hear about the podcasting software, the audio software called Hindenburg, mm-hmm. and it's amazing. I just can't believe more podcasters aren't using it. It's cheap and it's so so easy. And I have to thank uh, Max Flight, which uh, you've had him on your show yeah. in the past, and uh, it's an amazing piece of software. Well, especially because you're doing interviews. The thing I love about Hindenburg and is the fact that you can chop, you know, you have your interview, it's one big giant file and you can take it and chop it into bits and drag it over kind of on the right side of the software. And cause there are times when your, your interview will take a turn and this is a really good part, but unfortunately it came at the end of the interview and you're like, man, I wish it would have let off with that. Well, you just, you can just cut all your, your question and answers into little pieces parts and then just drag them back into the software in whatever order you want. And now you've got this great, interview that, you know, it's a little, it's a edit of it, but nonetheless, yeah. When I, um, I had a client that was doing interview shows and I actually purchased that software just for that reason, because she was constantly saying, well, we need question number three to be question number one. And that one needs to be question 10. And it was a nightmare. And I started using that software and, uh, it also does all the volume leveling for you. And yeah, it's Beautiful. great. It's a, it's an awesome piece of software. So yeah, 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 absolutely. And why they named it Hindenburg, who knows? But uh, (laughs) 
if it's the last time I checked, it was ninety nine dollars for the cheap version. I think it's three hundred dollars for the version that uh, ties into Skype. You know, but on the other hand, it's not a monthly fee unless they've changed something. You buy no, it once. I think it's a one off. Yeah. yeah, you buy. I, mean, it. I, I use the I use the cheap one, and it does everything I need it to. Gosh, and then how are you recording your uh, your interviews? So I use a uh, Roland R dash zero five. And I also record via Ecamm uh, Skype call recorder as a backup. That'll work. Always, always pays to have a backup. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for coming on the show, my friend. Absolutely. My pleasure. Andrew is such a nice guy. And again, check out his website, photobizx.com. And as we get ready to, to wind down here, don't forget, go to schoolpodcasting.com slash favorite. Tell me what your favorite podcast is and why. And of course, tell us a little bit about yours. Don't forget, you can save at the School of Podcasting when you sign up. Get on your path to pain-free podcasting. Use the coupon code LISTENER. That's L-I-S-T-E-N-E-R. And if you tune in next week, well, you'll hear this story from Jason Marshall. Hi, Dave. It's Jason Marshall from the We Don't Have Cookies podcast with a Because of My Podcast story. What I'm about to say isn't to brag, but it's to give a little context to the end result here. And if you have a Because of My Podcast story, in other words, Because of My Podcast, blank, wouldn't have happened. Well, send it on in. Go over to schoolofpodcasting.com slash contact. little tease for next week. And uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And I am going to say something here. It's going to date the podcast. To all my listeners in Paris, France, as I record this on November 14th, 2015, uh, my heart goes out to you. My prayers go with with you. And uh, I I can't imagine that uh, scenario. And uh, with all the bombings that happened this weekend in the six different locations, last time I checked, it was over 120 people dead. And just know my thoughts and prayers go with you. And it's my prayer that... uh, This will be the last time I ever have to say something like this in a podcast. But it is a global audience, and please know we're thinking of you. So take care, and God bless. We'll see you next week with another episode.